0: You're listening to Flow Working The Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Anderson. More people than ever are starting the entrepreneur journey and learning a lot in the process. On this show, I sit down with regular people who are running all types of businesses to discuss the ideas, opportunities, and strategies they're using to build, grow, and thrive as an entrepreneur. In this episode, I sat down with Dave Melinda, founder of Positive Polarity. to chat about his book, Growing On Purpose, the importance of using assessments when building a team, and why an engaged team is better for your customers. Hello, welcome to this episode. I'm your host, Megan Anderson, and today I'm joined by my guest, Dave Melinda. Dave is the founder of Positive Polarity, a Midwest-based coaching firm that focuses on strengthening teams around the world. Certified in DISC, driving forces, and EQ, he brings a practical approach to team building and soft skills normally forgotten in the workplace. His weekly podcast, The Positive Polarity Podcast, interviews professionals from around the globe to introduce cutting-edge tools to those interested in building the strongest team they can. He developed a formula for success, ST plus IC equals P. Strengthening the team and improving the customer experience equals profit. And with this formula, he's helped companies with their teams with their team growth. His number one Amazon best-selling book is called Growing on Purpose. Details the importance of both the team and the customer and how, if treated properly, profit will follow. Welcome to the show, Dave. I'm excited to have a conversation with you today. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for that awesome introduction. Yes. I tell you, if you do that for a living, let me know because you nailed it. It was awesome <laughs> I would buy from whoever you just talked about. So thank it's, you for
0: that. It's so funny how often my guests will be like, wow, my bio sounds great. I'm like,
1: when know, someone else exactly. reads it back,
0: it's a little different. Yeah. So you
1: might want to do some voiceover. Again, so.
0: <laughs> well, much like you living in podcast land is where I am almost exactly. every day. So for sure. Let's start with, love the fact that you come as a number one bestselling author, author growing on purpose.
1: Yes.
0: So when it comes, I mean, growing on purpose, the audience here are entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we are all ready to grow, ready to explode, build that team. So tell us a little bit about, you know, the book itself and also what growing on purpose kind of means to you. Sure.
1: Well, I tell you what, Megan, it's amazing when I see entrepreneurs, business owners that I run into around the country and around the world. So many of them grew by mistake. You know, they didn't have a plan, ask them how they grew, ask them how they got there. And they really struggle with understanding that. And it's not the end of the world. It just makes it that much harder to replicate if you need to in the future. So by growing on purpose, you have some purpose, you have some intentionality behind your growth. We all love to grow, absolutely. Um, So nothing wrong with it and great encouragement. The reality is, is we just wanna make sure that we have a pretty good idea of how we did it so that we can replicate it if we need to. And in this case here, we really found some uh, that there was research missing about a strong team and producing strong customer experience. So a lot of research out there today about how, you know, importance of a team, uh, a lot of research about, you know, improving the customer's experience. The book just really melts the two together. And Mm -hmm. so that's really where we invested our energy is understanding that You know, whether you have a team of, you know, people that show up every day for you or you have, you know, partners, virtual Mm -hmm. assistants, whatever you call them, you have people on your team. They may not be full time. I mean, people forget that their accountant, their attorney, you know, they forget all those people are on their team and the stronger that they are. The stronger message and uh the stronger experience that you're going to get to your customer so we yeah. just unpacked that at that, that, that point so
0: yeah it's interesting and i love that that, that you're talking about you know that that team experience because again if you've got a you're by yourself but you hire that first va you're now a team right. and if yep. that va is going to engage with your customers at all Absolutely. that needs to be you know we're unified we come in it from the same way and that That does help you grow on purpose, even if it's a VA that you hired, you know, and they happen to be in another country or, you know, it's someone who's just part time. And even if all they're doing is your social media or throwing out an email, that customer experience is super important. Talk to me a little bit about what, you know, as you started researching it, you know, what was what was that enlightenment about? Oh, my gosh, we forgot the customer side of it. And how important is that in that growth piece?
1: Well, and again, everybody's talking about wanting to improve their customer's experience. So if you ask an entrepreneur business owner about that, they're like their ears perk up. And yes, they're all about wanting to improve that experience. But the hard part is, is how do you put meat to that? What do you do? Mm -hmm. I mean, what are three things that you can do right away this week that could help improve that experience? That's where most people stop and they, they kind of blank at that point. And, and I know for me, I've had experience with, you know, um, maybe a credit card company or a cable company mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. get on the phone with somebody and no offense to anybody, if they don't speak my language, I really have a hard time understanding yep. what they're saying. Yep. And plenty of VAs are around the world and I get mm-hmm. that this is changing the, the landscape of business. Yeah. I have to say, if I'm gonna buy something from you as a listener, and I can't fully understand, and I'm not really comfortable with mm-hmm. talking to somebody because they may not understand the English language very well. Yep. That's really that's a, that's a really a potential drawback. Yeah, and a lot of times we, you know, gloss over the simple little things like communication styles and mm-hmm. skills. And, and we just make the assumption that, oh, the customer will just have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, in today's world, customers don't have to deal with it anymore. They just move on to the next, you know, yeah. vendor, trade, whatever it is. Yeah. So, you know, I love simple little things that can, you know, change right away today yeah. that I can look at it from my customers, it's, you know standpoint.
0: Yeah. And I think it's it's super important, especially for those of us who are in the solopreneurals, you know, small micro type of business, right. understanding that, you know, engaging that customer. And I mean, it's something as simple as ask your customers, right. like like you said, something really simple yeah. that we tend to forget. Hey, Mr. Right. Or Mrs. Customer, what was your experience with my VA? How could I improve that experience? Just something small.
1: Um, Yeah, and I think a lot of it's how we ask the question too, Megan. Because you know, a lot of times we're making a statement and mm -hmm. say, "Let me know how we did." That's a statement. That's not even a question. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say okay and move on about my day. Mm-hmm. If somebody said, "What's one thing that I could have done better, or my team could have done better," and then wait for an answer, those are two totally different spots to be in. Trying to get the same answer, but you're just asking it in a different way. So again, simple little things like that, asking a customer, but now we have to make sure we ask it the same, the right way. Otherwise, our data is going to be less than um, you know useful.
0: Yeah, those open-ended questions versus yes or no or making that statement right. of, "Oh, yeah. thank you for being my customer. Tell me how I did." Yeah,
1: yeah exactly.
0: Or asking an actual question. So, yeah. let's talk let's move a little bit into cuz a lot of the audience here is somewhere in the stage of actually growing a team. Getting right. that first VA or like you said even your CPA and your attorney and your your advisors, you know, they're part of that team. And I know right. you work with several different types of assessments, mm-hmm. um, the DISC and the EQ being two of them that you work with a lot. But talk right. to us about the importance of actually using these type of assessment tools, even if you are just little bitty, but how that sure. actually helps you get the right hire, the right fit, the right sure. human being to complement you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So imagine... Megan, if we would have started this conversation and as soon as you introduced me, I started speaking in a language that you didn't understand. You know, pick a language, whatever, right? Yeah. If, how long would it have been before you would have raised your hand and been like, Dave, yeah, I don't understand that language, right? Yeah. Well, in disc, our personalities, there's really, you know, there's just multiple different personality styles. And even if you don't have a team you have a customer and your customer has a style Mm -hmm. and then you have a a style. And if they don't align, that's where communication, that's where we struggle. Mm -hmm. Now, the research shows that about 85% of our success in our day-to-day life has to do with how well we communicate. It's not our education, our drive, or our passion. It's how well we communicate. So I could have a fantastic message, but if my customer doesn't understand it, because I'm not explaining it in the language that they understand, that's a problem. So that's really what DISC does is it helps you understand three things. Number one, you wanna learn more about yourself. Mm -hmm. Number two, you wanna learn more about other people and their styles. And then the third piece is the really important piece is how can I now acclimate my way to your way as Mm -hmm. the customer? so often we've been expecting our customer hey follow these rules these 10 things you have to fill out you know it's always us putting our customer in a certain box Mm -hmm. you can do it that's fine for us as entrepreneurs solopreneurs business owners we can't afford to be just you know losing customers here and there because we couldn't communicate with them we didn't fit well You know, when I hear stuff like that, Mike, this guy wasn't a fit or this girl wasn't a fit. When I hear that, I'm like, oh, that's like, you know, nails on the chalkboard because we don't we can't afford to uh, lose customers today. So that's really why we invest a lot of time in the disc assessments.
0: Yeah. And I'm I'm familiar having done the disc assessment myself. But the thing that I love about the disc is you can actually take it. I mean, and it's been a couple of years for me. So I'm sure if I took Mm -hmm. it now, you actually can't, you can change a little bit over time just mm-hmm. through learning to communicate differently, for example, right. you know, and yeah. learning to adjust to, you know, who's in your team and who's in your environment. Um, right. And, it, you know, like you say, now, am I going to go out and do a disk assessment on every single one of my customers? Probably not. However, if I have an understanding of where I'm coming from and then yeah. go, here's my weaker areas... You can recognize, oh, when someone's strong in this area, this is how they come at me and just learning. So I love that you're using it as a tool to know yourself so you can actually improve that.
1: Right. Yeah, we use it like for hiring, because if you are going to grow that team, you know, I mean, who hasn't sat in an interview and, you know, said something that maybe they thought the interviewer wanted to hear? you know, to kind of weed your way through that, you can get 40, 50 pages about this candidate and really realize, are they going to fit my team? Are they going to fit my company culture? Are they going to fit my customer? Because it is really important. And you think, and you laugh at that about having your customers take that, Megan, but we have more and more people where we're seeing that happen in larger communications Mm -hmm. because one of the keys on disk is, you know, how to how to communicate. There's a, a page on how to communicate with me. Well, I'll tell you what, I would love to have a page from my customer's playbook on how to communicate with them. Yeah. Why not ask? I mean, the worst they're going to say is, no, I don't feel comfortable. And if I'm buying a hot dog, then I probably don't need to buy a disk assessment. <laughs> yeah. To buy a hot dog, right? yeah. <laughs> But I mean, if this is a coaching, this is a long-term engagement, Mm -hmm. this is something where you need to understand your customer. I've seen, you know, uh, architects and contractors and Mm -hmm. team, I've seen these teams take these assessments and really hit the ground running, quite frankly. So it's really a, it is a cool opportunity to be able to just better understand your customer because, at the end of the day, if you don't understand your customer, your competitor will absolutely.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know, I hear especially with coaches, they'll tell me, "Oh, yeah, well, you know, this afternoon I'm getting ready to fire a customer," and it's like, yeah. again, nails on the chalkboard going, "Yeah, okay." Do you have to let them go? And in some cases, it is. It's just a, yeah, a, they just absolutely are. You know, they're they're never showing up for their appointments. They right. you know aren't doing any of the work. Okay, there are times and. Yep. What yeah. responsibility do you, the coach, take for the, the communication, you yep. know, happening?
1: It's um, really easy to blame everybody else, Megan, right? It's the, <laughs> it's the government. It's the weather. It's, it's, you know, what? It's whatever. Yeah. It's the customer. Yep. And after they leave, it's so funny because I've yet to have somebody go, oh, that's really painful. Everyone's like, I'm so glad they're gone, you know? Mm-hmm. So they got to kind of, you know, wipe their hands a yep. bit. I mean, just be vulnerable and be real and say, you know, I we don't agree. Right now, we're not communicating very well, Missus mm-hmm. Customer. I have a great way to change that. Let's mm-hmm. let's invest a little bit of time together, you know, and see if this is worth it. Because if we really saw the cost of true uh, the customer attainment on what that cost to acquire a customer, we would not be quick to fire people. Once no, we see well, and up, and, you know? and
0: you know, and then even you take that, yeah, the customer acquisition piece, but also. Yep the employee acquisition and people, again, if we're looking at hiring that first VA, yep. that's actually costing you money. And it may not be money that you feel going out, but it's your time. It's your energy. It's you're investing something and in getting that human on. And yep. if you get them on and then all of a sudden, a month later, three months later, they're wandering off because you weren't communicating the way they right. needed to hear it. Absolutely. All yep. of that invested time and all that energy is just poof.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've interviewed and hired hundreds of people for customers, past companies I've owned. And there's been plenty of times prior to this, for me, that I've looked at somebody, I hired them, and then 90 days into it, I'm like, do you have like a twin brother or sister? Because, you know, you really are not who you interviewed. They interviewed fantastic, right? They did a great job at that. And then all of a sudden something was way wrong. We just want to catch that up front because mm-hmm. like you said, most entrepreneurs, once they're 90 days in, now I got to try and fit a square peg in a round hole. Yep. Now I'm really struggling because I know I'm out money. I can't fire this person. It's unemployment's at a crazy low rate. All these factors are working into this. So ah, I'll just make it work. You know, and every day I'm speaking Polish and my customer doesn't understand Polish, and then I start seeing customer loss and customer migration. And it's just a wicked circle. So fix it before it gets that
0: spot. I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: So and this is just an interesting curiosity question. I've actually never heard of the EQ. I may have heard of it, but I'm not familiar with what the EQ assessment is. Which one's that?
1: Yeah. So EQ is your emotional intelligence. That okay. it's your emotional quotient got it you know we all have iq and this is eq is how well do people do in emotional situations Uh, yeah you know and and so you can kind of use a clear glass of water as as that's just where we're at right now we're clear state we're level-headed well if something comes along and a customer calls to irritate a team irritates, something happens it's like putting red dye in that water So I go from clear to red and some people, they go from clear to red on their drive-in in in the morning because they get cut off on the freeway. Interesting. And for the next half hour, they're trying to find that person, they're cussing them out, they're using, you know, hand gestures, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's other people that are like, ah, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. so that's EQ. And when that transfers over into the business world and we have volatile team members, Or we have volatile VAs, or we have somebody with a really short fuse, maybe Mm -hmm. you've heard that before, you know, that's what we really need to understand. Because if I'm not self-aware of that, the self-awareness comes in, how to regulate myself, there's just a ton that comes into it. So yeah, um, it's the other half of the EQ or of the disc. The, disc. the disc is the behavior. And then this is kind of the emotional side.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's hugely important to pay attention. I mean, even as a, as a solopreneur, it's important to know, okay, what's my stressor? How do I respond to it? Okay. Yeah. And then know that before. Okay. Okay. It's happening. Yes, do do I need to take a pause? Do I, what you go for a yeah. walk? Like, what's yeah. the thing that I need to do to bring myself back? So you don't, again, Go off at the wrong thing at the wrong time. You know, whether it's your family because you had a frustrated work day or it's your customer because yep. you had a frustrated family night or whatever that is.
1: that can It's hurt hard to take that back. Yep, it's hard yep. to take some of those words back, you know, and I want to fire this customer and I'm going to fire this customer maybe if you looked at your emotional intelligence and worked through some of those, like you said, there's triggers mm-hmm. that triggered me. Um, you know, I, I was unable to you know, understand and see that, hey, I'm red, so what should I do? My water's red right now. And and your brain takes almost half a day to kind of clear itself, go from red back to clear. Yeah. So if you're the kind of person that gets set off easy and somebody, you know, cuts you off on the way to work, Mm -hmm. and then you get to work and they're like, oh my gosh, don't go by Dave, he's having one of his days. Well, you know, that just ends bad. Because then you're on the customer, you're on with a customer, hello, you know, your, your demeanor's bad, you're not interested, mm-hmm. you're not paying attention. So it just really helps to be able to, you know, to understand people and train them and to be able to give them the tools to work through that. So that's yeah. really what the EQ
0: is. No, that's that's hugely important. You know, we yeah, we are not. <laughs> We'd love to believe that we are logical beings. It's so not true.
1: (laughs) If that's your blind spot, my next book I'm working on, Megan, is about business blind spots. Uh That might be a blind spot for you. You might think that I'm fine and I'm not here to say you are or aren't. If you think you're fine and you're listening today, I challenge you to ask three people that know you. And they are going to give you a pretty good insight. But again, hopefully you're able, if you say, ah, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Well, there's your blind spot even there, more. There you
0: go. That's the one. Yes, no, I, exactly. I, I, I totally get that. My, my partner tells me all the time, you know, mm, yep. Nope. You're having a, you're having a triggered day. And I'm like, yep. no, I'm feeling fine.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's, your oh. it's not mine. You know, we either blame or you know we yeah. try and shift it onto somebody else. And totally. if you wouldn't do this to me, I wouldn't have this problem. So yeah, you know, all those pieces happen for entrepreneurs. Happens.
0: Oh, it does. And a lot of the times, I think it it even is more exacerbated because we take on everything. We're the do-it-yourself, which is yep. actually a a counter-growth strategy. Doing everything yourself is Indeed. really actually that's a whole Absolutely. other topic for another day. Yep. But Absolutely. actually, kind of leads me to where we're gonna wrap up, which is talking yeah. about having an engaged team. So let's sure. just, you know, that first VA, that that first vendor that you've got. You got a social media manager and a VA. That's your little team. Yeah. How does having them actually engaged in, you know, they're understanding the communication, understanding their emotions, but then getting them engaged in the business? How does that actually drive growth more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the sad thing is, is that um, Gallup does a poll every year to see how engaged the workforce is. And currently, for super simple map, two out of the three people that show up every day are not engaged in their job. And it's just like, wow, right? And I bring this up to business owners all the time. And, you know, let's just say you have 10 people on your team. That means that three people show up every day. And their main goal is to further themselves to improve the customer, and to improve the company. You know, they have those three things in their mind. That's what their day-to-day is. Now, we all have speed bumps. We all have off days. Sure. But, you know, the the general pattern for an engaged employee are those three things. Well, that means seven out of ten are saying things like, it's not my job, uh, you know, I, I can't do that, get somebody else to do that, I'm too busy, to," you know, all these excuses come up. And so it's just, the thought is is that if you have, like you said, if you have three people, a, a social media and a VA and yourself, the statistics show right there that those two out of three of those people are not engaged. Mm-mm. And if we can engage people in their job to where they start thinking about the customer, customers pay more for engaged employees. Yeah. Customers um, pay more margin for that. I mean, it's, there, there's no downside to it. Mm-mm. And the vast majority of, I mean, simple thing Liz, if you're an entrepreneur today and you have a VA, um, I would suggest that you call them when you're done here and just say, hey, you know what? I just want to call you and say thank you for what a great job that you're doing. Wow. You know, just a simple thing like that. No reason. Don't say as long as I got you, then I want this. No, just, you know what? just thank you. I did this, I just um, changed producers on my podcast. And I, my um, last producer, I just emailed her to say, I just wanted you to know, Katie, that you rock this thing. I wouldn't be where I am without you. And a couple nice things that I said, and then I said, have a great day. She emailed me back right away, said, you know what, Dave, that made my day. Yep. And you know, when you think about if, if we always want to do find things to do that don't cost money, It doesn't cost money to catch people doing things right. It doesn't cost money to appreciate other people. So, you know, if if, if you walk away with nothing else from today, I would encourage you to find three people that you can say, oh, my gosh, I so appreciate you for what you've been doing for me. When you say I wouldn't be where I am today without you, that's like what what finer thing can someone say about another human
0: being? No, that is i think that that is like you said it costs no money to look at someone and go wow no. thank yep. you so much
1: yep. for that and be authentic yeah. be authentic right yep. and 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 if you've never done it before okay they're going to look at you and go all right what do you want mm-hmm. and you know so just work through that just yep. work through the uncomfortable part mm-hmm. and make it become part of your day yeah. and even if you need to apologize to someone say you know what i'm not good at this. I want to get better at this. Mm-hmm. I listened to this awesome podcast today and it told me this and I'm going yeah. to implement this in my day. So yeah. if, if everybody listening did that, we would, you know, we would just have everybody listening would have just a way better day. So it's that, true. that's my encouragement for everybody. I
0: love that. And I, I love that piece of advice as we come to the conclusion and wrap up the conversation. So Dave, this has been a very enlightening conversation on how to actually, you know, work with our teams, even as small little employers, um, or with those VAs and things for the audience who's listening, if they are wanting to get connected with you or have a conversation or learn more, what's one really great way they could do that today?
1: Sure. Best spot would be to just go to LinkedIn. I am there all the time and, uh, produce my podcast through there every week. So you get a bunch of good stuff there every week.
0: Fantastic. So to the audience, tap the link below, get connected to Dave on uh, LinkedIn, message away. That's the great part about LinkedIn. We all all check our messages. (laughs) It's funny that more than other social platforms, we check, so fantastic. Um, so thank you for your time today, Dave. I appreciate you joining me um, and giving some advice to our audience. Um, to the audience, thank you for joining us today. And I am wishing you peace as you flow off to the rest of your business days. We'll talk again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Flow Working the Entrepreneur's Podcast. Make sure you find, follow, and please review us on your favorite podcast platform.